Hello, everybody, and welcome to the uh, first Over a Couple of Drinks podcast show thing. We'll come up with a good name for that. I am your co-host, uh, Bill Henning, and with me is my other co-host. Uh, Christopher Birch, what's up? Hey, and uh, working in the backgrounds, making sure we don't sound terrible, is Ben L.B. Griffiths. Hi. So, uh, the concept of the show is real simple. We're going to discuss whatever comes to mind, media-related, comic books, uh, books, video games, movies, books, but I already said that, I don't care. And just, and then we'll have some friends on and we'll, uh, discuss these things and have a couple of drinks, just like we're at the bar or something, you know? Yeah. It's, it's gonna be pretty, uh, freeform. Yeah. I think so. Pretty much just, uh, we're gonna be having a nice little talk and anyone who would like to listen to us have some talks is more than welcome to. Yeah. Leave comments on Facebook or, Whatever, and if you want us to talk about topics, we'll talk about topics. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, we'll absolutely take requests, yes. Oh, yeah, and just in general, because of how negative the news is lately, I'm kind of trying to stay shy away from that, because honestly, there's better podcasts to listen to current events. We're here to relax for two hours. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, some of our opinions might be a little, you know, towards the negative side, but we're gonna not, we're not going to bore you with, you know, the politics of the world right now. you got other stuff to, talk, to listen to for that, so. Yeah, we're just here to relax. Throw us on while you're shoveling snow, mm-hmm. cutting the grass, whatever. Uh, so, Mr. Birch, uh, first, what are you drinking tonight? I have got a woodchuck hard cider. Ooh. Um, and what's even better, it is a fall harvest. And for all you listening, if you want to try this, pick up the fall. Is winter is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, technically, it's not even out of season because winter it technically isn't here yet. So. <laughs> You can is, probably still find these in the store. Is the is the fall harvest the one that tastes like pumpkin pie? It's that one. Yep. Okay, that's really good. LB, what are you drinking? Think about pumpkin ale from New Holland Brew. I am currently drinking wine, wine and kugels. Hell's yeah! Now, of course, the format's going to run a little bit like this. This when we have people on, we'll talk for an hour. LB will tell us that we're going too long. We'll take a fifteen minute break. We'll talk for another hour, and in another hour, we might get something else to drink. Uh, that being said, you don't need to drink alcohol with us. I mean, we might do uh, a podcast where we drink hot cocoa. Mm-hmm. Or I I'm currently have three drinks in front of me. I also have water yep. because I feel sick, and I also have um, vanilla caramel Big Lowe's tea. It's quite delicious. That sounds good. I'm not even a tea drinker, and that sounds pretty good. I hate tea, and I've had three cups of this today. Mm. Yeah, so we're just going to be a little free flow, and we're going to run long and all that stuff. Uh, Mr. Birch, why don't you run through what we're going to talk about? Yeah, what's on tap? In no particular order, although I think I know the one we might want to start with, we're going to jump into some Star Wars, more specifically the uh, newest episode, Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens, which is coming out next year. Uh, we're going to talk about some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the good and the bad. Uh, we're going to talk about the new Terminator movie, Terminator Genesis, and uh, the new Bond movie, Bond Spectre, which I am so hyped for. We'll talk about that later. And the last thing, we're going to talk about a little Mad Max, which I'm not as familiar with, but I'm more than happy to add to the discussion. You should probably pull that up and watch that real quick. Yeah? Yeah, we'll, maybe, maybe we'll watch that if we go a little long. We can do that break. If not, you just... Well, LB, you've seen the trailer, right? Uh, yes. Okay, then we're, we're good. Let's just jump right into Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Let's talk, because uh, Birch, you and I watched this on... At, at the same time. At the last, same time. Yeah. Uh, two weeks ago. I think, yeah. Well, the the day it was released. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were both really positive about this. 
I am excited as hell for this damn movie. Yes, yes. Um, to be blunt, uh, which is why I think I feel so strongly about. Uh, okay, let's we'll we'll get into this in a little bit, but um, I'm a little disappointed in the general reaction from the internet. Agreed. Um, yeah, uh, I feel like, and it's, this is coming from a guy who, I mean, admittedly, I love the hell out of Star Wars, and I was. I was like in it to win it the whole prequels. I was like, come on, let's, let's, let's see a good movie coming here. And I was like optimistic as hell all the way up through episode three. So no matter what, I'm going to be excited for this, the prospect of like sitting in a, in a movie theater, it, surrounded by a bunch of people watching the Star Wars credits, like open up the movie. I just very, very excited for that. Um, but in general, I am interested at first. Th- okay. Again, little backstory to this whole thing. First of all, when I first heard back in uh, two years ago, 2012, when Disney bought uh, Lucasfilm, I got real nervous, as I think most of us generally did, um, because I just didn't know what they were going to do with it. And then when I heard they were making a new episode, I was like, well, um, this is Darth Vader's story, am I right? So we don't really need to have another episode. Yeah. But then they started saying, like, J.J. Abrams was directing it. And I loved his work. I've yet to see his Star Trek movies, but I intend to. Um, <laughs> <I'll be> yeah. Don't work. Don't bother. Don't bother. No, no. <laughs> just, just don't bother. Okay. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I, th- I think we have both of them here. So when you come visit, we might have to do that. Um, but they're fun. They're, they're fun. fun. And, I'll give you that. And, and LB, <laughs> has to, LB has to eat his crow because they did a little cheeky thing that said it's canon without destroying the original canon. I love it. Okay, because when I was, I, I have never, ever seen a Star Trek movie, period. I'm not a Star Trek guy. Um, fun, so. f- funny story. Let me, let me, let me. Right. <laughs> yes, just, just segue into this. This, well, is this, is, this is a great story that I like to tell people that uh, I wasn't a Trekkie either. And then one Christmas, my brother bought me all of the Star Trek films. This was before J.J. Abrams made any. And I just realized, well, shit, I have all the Star Trek films and that outnumbers all the Star Wars films. Eh? So I guess I'm now a Trekkie. <laughs> he, and just, well, that's the way. It, it, if it's quantity versus quality, I mean, then I guess we're all trekking. But, uh, uh, no, actually, no, because a lot of them are shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, it, it's just funny because he said, "Yeah, I really wanted it, so I bought it for you because it's Christmas." So mm-hmm. if he would have bought it any other time, he would have all the Star Trek films. But yet, I do, and they're sitting in my basement. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know how many people, any how many actual trekkies are in all the movies. That's pretty cool. Yeah, probably a lot of them. I Some don't. People, well, the the people who dress up probably have <laughs> all of them and all of the episodes and the animated series. Um, so sorry to interrupt. Continue with your Star Wars rant. Oh, of course. Um, and uh, so J.J. Abrams. Not I'm, I'm, I love his work. I'm not familiar with his. Uh, Don't you eat my cords, out of a cat? Oh, your cat's being a cat. My cat's being a cat. Sorry, people. Cat's uh, being a cat. Jonesy's being a bitch. <laughs> Y'all know what it's like. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I, I, when I heard he was directing and when I started to hear that it was going to be much more about, you know, I, I'm not the kind of guy, general overall thing for the future of this podcast. I'm not the kind of guy who's like super anti CGI in the sense that like if you make it CGI, I'm going to hate it. Um, I do firmly believe that CGI in general should enhance reality as opposed to replacing it. Um, that's always just kind of the way I feel. And I think JJ Abrams is going back to, um, especially after seeing the trailer, which is fucking gorgeous. Um, it looks like he's going back to more of a 
more practical effect look. And it, it, it made me think of the original trilogy and I got really excited about that. I'm excited for, uh, the TV show Rebels. I haven't gotten to watch it yet, but it looks pretty good. Um, coming from someone who didn't watch Clone Wars, but. See, I, I started Clone Wars, went away from it because I thought it was hokey, and then came back to it when it started to get quote-unquote good, and uh, it was really good. That's what I heard. I intend to watch all of it when I get a chance, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's just dive in real quick and do a quick summary. Uh, we, we have the wonderful Andy Circus do the, uh, the voiceover throughout the whole trailer. Oh, God, yes. And I, even I didn't even know who it was at first, but first of all, let me say this: I am jealous as hell of Andy Serkis' 2015. Um, he's doing Star Wars, he's doing uh, Age of Ultron. Like, I'm just excited for this guy. But yeah, so we have him talking, and we have this shot of clearly Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's another de- desert planet. We don't know, but I, that would be kind of weird if they introduced just another desert planet. Yeah, especially so, when like Tatooine is in I think every movie except Empire. So. Yeah, and my my rule of thumb is the best one doesn't have Tatooine. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so we we open and all of a sudden we get a shot of a stormtrooper without his helmet on, clearly looking distressed, and then it goes away, and then it cuts mm-hmm. to is it the bald droid next? Yes, BB-8 is that thing's name. I'm I'm not even gonna go into the names because I always hate names, and until I hear them actually, oh, say they're they're bad. They're bad names. I, I will be the first to admit that. <laughs> Um, they just released all the names of the main new characters, and I'm like, there's a there's a guy named Poe, like oh God. Poe. He becomes a Jedi. He's Jedi Master Poe, and that's uh, <laughs> that's I don't, that's kind I don't of know. Fair. I don't know if I feel about that, but um. So then it cuts to the ball droid, which I have to say I absolutely love mm-hmm. because it, it looks like somebody kicked a soccer ball and CG'd the droid head onto it, and that's the kind of practical effects that I love. You know, that's actually completely practical. There's no CGI on the thing. That's. I have a heart on for it now. Yep. I, I actually was just reading an interview with Mark Hamill, and he said that that thing is completely real, and he used to play with it on set. That's awesome. And then yep. we get... Um, is gonna, it, what? I was going to interject here. I, I think it was stupid, but we keep going. That's, <laughs> Someone has to be a cynic. Okay. You guys, you guys no, are no, that's too... Fine. That's, that's what this is about. That's, 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 what, what this is about. that's what we have you here for, to check our audio levels and to tell us when we're dumb. Okay, I can do that. Yeah, you're, you, that's what you're supposed to do. You're like a producer for a radio show. In a way, this is our radio show. Um, and then we get, is it the speeder bike next? Uh, after that it was, little droid, little droid. I think it goes into the shot of the stormtroopers on the ship. Okay, okay, we get, the, we get a, a cool look at new weapons and the new, new stormtroopers. And the helmets are slightly different. They're not super, super different, but they are like slightly modified from which, the, uh. Which I like, cause again, it's been 40 years or so. Absolutely. Before. I'm really uh, excited to find out how much the Empire is going to be a part of this movie. I mean, I guess we all kind of assumed they were done for the count, but I mean... Yeah, but you have to remember, just because the Emperor is dead doesn't mean the Empire is gone. It's like when yeah. JFK was shot, the U.S. government didn't collapse. Don't, yeah. don't tell me you just connected the Emperor to JFK. Well, slightly. More than <laughs> slightly. I know... He, no, I, the analogy fits. It fits. I, I, know, I know everybody loves JFK, but if you look at historical, he didn't do jack shit. I'm sorry. History nerd. Oh, I'm gonna drink my tea now. What have you done? Ain't none of my business. Hmm. Um. Ah, you dense motherfuckers. <laughs> you dense <laughs> motherfuckers. Uh, um. So then it cuts to this chick on a speeder bike, which kind of looks like this. Oh yeah, yeah. This this really big bulky thing, and it, lo- it looks great because it's going back to this. I've coined it industrial sci-fi. Mm-hmm. 
that has kind of gone away and I miss it so much. And, yeah. And then, um, oh, and then, then the big one. We see a guy wandering through the woods on a snowy planet kind of thing. Oh, oh, quick thing before that. Uh, there's the X-Wing fighters. Oh, is that before that? Yeah, it's the, the, the dude in the cloak is like the last shot or it's one of, it's close to the last shot. Okay. So we, we have the X-Wings. Featuring, um, what's his name? One of the new characters. Uh, Poe. and I, I love that it's, uh, that's Poe, actually. You know what? That's his name. That's all, the Poe. all of them are Poe. All of them are Poe. Uh, yeah. that, that fucking Teletubby. Teletubby um, Poe. <laughs> is in Star Wars now. Uh, but I love that they were like, instead of just, you know, X-Wings in space, it's uh, X-Wings in a more like, you know, Earth-like environment. Like when they're skidding over the water. Yeah. And it's kind of shooting up like that. That looked awesome. Yeah. That, I mean, it looks great there. Um, Again, we're seeing like a lot more atmosphere fighting, which is great, but they couldn't really do in the early ones, and then we really didn't care to see them in the prequels because yeah, it was all fake. And then, yeah, no, it looks great there. And then we cut to the guy walking through the woods, and he busts open his crossguard lightsaber, mm-hmm. and my and re- then controversy exploded. Yeah, my my reaction was simple. Oh, they're throwing that in the movies. That's kind of cool, because. You know, as somebody who's read the non-canon expanded universe now, I was just like, yeah, we've seen that shit before, whatever. See, that's the thing, is everybody seems to be treating it like it's this brand new thing that's stupid. And I'm like, well, first of all, I think it's badass. And second of all, it has been around for a while. This isn't new. Yeah, (laughs) we'll we'll, we'll get into it in a minute. Let's just try to finish it out. And then we get this really cool shot of the Millennium Falcon Mm -hmm. uh, dogfighting TIE fighters uh, above Tatooine. Well, in Tatooine's atmosphere. And right when they, when that Falcon flies up and that first chord from the theme's music struck, that was, that was the boner. That was yeah. the boner moment. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, the one thing I wish that was in the trailer just mm-hmm. was, and we didn't have to see his face, but I would have liked to seen a figure crack open a green lightsaber to say, this is Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. The, it just would have been nice, you know? Yeah. And I, to- I told you this a couple, like a week ago or so, whatever, but, uh, and again, this is something that could be, I never would have known this unless I read an interview. Apparently, that when the, the very minute the trailer ends, there's the sound of a lightsaber activating, and that is apparently the sound of Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. Uh, um, I don't know if, I can't tell, it, that's not the same, you know, as seeing him being like, that's Luke yeah. holding his green lightsaber. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, I mean, we didn't need to see him, we didn't need to see how he looked. It could have been, like, no, I, I know how he looked. He's, he's, yeah. he's Mark Hamill, you know, it's like, it's, He's there the Joker. The and, yeah, exactly. There you go. So let's break into how stupid the internet is real quick. Which okay. which one do you want to hit first? Stormtrooper or Oh, let's, let's, uh, I'll, let me, um, for the, for the innocent, pure world of our audience out there who do not know what the, uh, internet movie database is, IMDB is one of my personal favorite websites, or at least it used to be, um, because I love to go on there and they have these things called message boards and you can talk about films that's the that's the in theory what they should be used for instead lately for certain movies such as this one you go on there and it is just chock full of idiots and racists and people who have nothing better to do than to create like 12 or more topics bitching about the same thing and one of the big topics floating around there lately ever since the trailer came out is there shouldn't be a black stormtrooper and people who are saying that, uh, I actually, I read an actual topic from a person who said that they're bitching about this stormtrooper being black. And this other person goes, did you, 
like miss when Lando Calrissian was a character, or like Mace Windu? Like, what was there like a problem with them? And he goes, "Well, no, but they weren't major characters. Like, they weren't leads." I went, "Oh, oh, so that so there can't be any black leads in Star Wars." And none of it makes it. No one has yet come up with a single good argument, other than I'm being stupid and I'm being kind of racist. Yeah, and, let's just. Ugh, let's just cut into this right now. The people who say, why doesn't he look like Jango Fett, get smacked, alright? Because the clones aren't the stormtroopers, alright? It always came to my mind that when I was watching the old ones was that these guys were just recruited. Hell, uh, uh, Luke Skywalker says he wants to go to the academy to be a stormtrooper or to become a fighter pilot, you know? So... These guys are just recruits, you know? They're everybody's. Some of them were clones, but they got phased out. Plus, it's like 60 years since the clones happened, since the Clone Wars started. Yeah, clones, generally, and I know, and some people complain because this isn't outright stated in the movies, but I think you can kind of infer this anyway. A lot of the cloning facilities were destroyed during the Clone Wars because the Separatists didn't want I'm not going to, I'm just going to, I just threw up a little bit when you said separatists. I just, ugh. Yeah, isn't that, ugh. it's an ugly word. It's, it's a really ugly, ugly word that, clone. um, you should remember, not be referenced. You, you remember when the Clone Wars was a throwaway line from Obi-Wan Kenobi? You're just like, <laughs> man, I wonder what those were. And you know what I never did when I was listening, when I was watching that movie? I never thought, I would really love to know what those were. I would oh. really love to know the story behind the clone. No, I, I assumed they were wars with clones. That's really all I needed to know. And, little, and I, I got that it was something Obi-Wan and Anakin fought in, and that's really it. And little did we know that it was just clones versus robots. <laughs> and the clones were actually kind of the stormtroopers. What? And That makes no sense. <laughs> no, no. Way to, no way did they make that into a movie. No. And then they did. Um, and, <laughs> and, okay, first of all, this is just kind of a funny uh, segue thing. Innocent, dumb little Christopher watching these movies did not get that the clones were the stormtroopers. Like when they came out and stuff, I was like, "Oh, those look like stormtroopers," but they wouldn't be stormtroopers because they would just call them stormtroopers. Oh, these are clones. <laughs> this is the same guy who also it did. It, I did not know until the, like in the beginning of the third movie that Palpatine was Darth Sidious. Oh, you poor, poor bastard. No, I thought Sidious was supposed to be some kind of knockoff and that Palpatine was going to take his place as, like, the Emperor. You know, and that, then that someone was just story. like... Yeah, you'd think. And that's what I was hoping for. I think that was, I was like, trying to shift it towards what might be better. But then someone else was just like, no, man, he's just... That's the Emperor. They're just calling him Darth Sidupus or whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I was like, that, oh... So he's been behind this whole thing? They're like, yeah, basically. Oh, okay. Well, it's painful. It's painful. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, him not looking like Jingle Fett, stupid. One. Done. He's not a clone. I talked, I told you, Birch, and I told a friend of ours who's going to be on the next episode, what would be a really cool thing to do is when they're, because he's supposed to be a stormtrooper who defects. Right? Yes, that's Which, what the that's what the rumors are saying, and I love that idea. Yes, and I, I love the idea that if he defects, that he somehow becomes force sensitive, so he can wear his armor and crack a blue lightsaber because that would be awesome. So he defects. I would love to have it that they have him going down for the mission where he de- ends up defecting, when he's clearly a little shaken, and you get the guy who played Jango Fett to be in like an uh, an officer's uniform, trying to give him a prep talk, a pep talk, you know. That'd be that'd be a nice little nod to say, yeah, the clones 
they started off as clones, but now they're not clones, and the clones are have worked their way up in rank. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the five o this is again this is kind of the extended universe, but the five o first legion is like one of the only pure clone based you know units in the stormtroopers throughout the original trilogy, and they're proud of it, and they look down on those who are not clones because they are like we're superior to you, we came first. So. So there we knocked out the whole thing why he should look like Django Fett. Don't be stupid, people. Yeah. Um, two, him being black, that shouldn't matter at all. That shouldn't matter in any way. No, it, um, it doesn't matter at all. It shouldn't matter, and I'm not even going to talk about it because it's stupid. I mean, mm-hmm. f- fuck you, all right? That's it. That's the end of the discussion there. <laughs> I will say I do love the meme of him because uh, he looks like Lost in Tatooine. Just the memes <laughs> of him going, where'd I put my car? <laughs> Yes, or, or I, the, I or the, did. Or the shit, those were the droids we were looking for. <laughs> See, and then that's funny. And yeah, you know what? That's, that's, I don't, fuck it, that's funny, I don't care. Moving on, the other controversy is the cross-guard lightsaber. Okay, here we go. We're, we're not um, gonna spend, we're not gonna spend too much time on that because everyone's no, eating it to death. It, and honestly, it's a real, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Like, it's, it's your opinion kind of thing. I so just, we can talk about how I, we feel about it. I just got two points. One is what LB said to me. LB, do you want me, do you want to say it or should I? I don't remember. Uh, you said, my only problem with it is that is that it makes too much sense. And it's, the lightsaber has been designed like 10,000 years ago and now they're coming out with it? What the hell? Right. And I get that. The other one was from my good friend Bo, who just simply said, I didn't need to see it. And he's absolutely right. It didn't need to be in the trailer. That's something we would have saw in theaters and been like, oh shit, that's awesome. Because that would be the the moment where he cracks it open and cuts people in half and you see it function. There, oh, that's true. There wouldn't be any controversy. It's like when everyone was flipping their shit about Darth Maul cracking open two, a double-sided lightsaber. Everyone's like, that's stupid. But we can all agree that Duel of the Fates was the best part of The Phantom Menace. Yeah, arguably one of the best parts of the prequels. Yeah, so, and, and you know what? If we would have all waited to see it, it would have been awesome. You know, it just because we would. You don't think in the moment after you watch this movie and you get to that point, you don't think, "Oh, that's a stupid design." You just think, "Oh, that's kind of uh, badass." The uh, there's a couple of theories going around right now. One of them, our our good buddy who's going to be on the next episode, Chris Krause, said that there's a theory that the 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 Sith is collecting relics of Sith empires old, and that this cross card is an old artifact. I like that idea. That would be interesting, especially if that would imply that the cross guard got discarded in the later designs. Maybe there's a flaw. Yeah. I don't know. Or, or mine was that he, uh, came up with it by himself and this was his trial and he, 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 he I don't know. That's it. Not, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, there's not much to go into. It's kind of beaten to death. Okay. I've got, I've got, the, I've heard the theory from a friend that it's, uh, it could be like a, a it, the thing I've noticed is that it doesn't look like a clean lightsaber, which yeah. could mean that it's either very old or it's very very new and it wasn't put together right. Which I think speaks wonders to this character if he put together his own lightsaber and he doesn't really know what he's doing, and because then it like yeah. it looks like it's like it's fizzing and it's sparking and it looks like it's flame instead of pure you know concentrated energy, and that's kind of cool. Yeah, no. It, so and, and and stuff like that would be great flavor. Like I said, we're not going to talk about that too much because the internet yeah. is, is. They've said it already. 
The one thing I'm going to say, and I said it to you, I think, was that I think there's the three groups of Star Wars fans right now. Then and two of them are very cynical. One is the people who saw the original trilogy in theaters. They're the older crowd now, right? Mm-hmm. And they knew after walking out of Phantom Menace that it was crap. <laughs> yeah. All right, we, we, we tried to fool ourselves for a long yeah. time. Then there's the generation that grew up watching the original trilogy on VHS and Phantom Menace was targeted towards us. Because I'm not going to lie, when I saw it in theaters, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was great. It was a new Star Wars movie. How could it not be great? And, you know, I just didn't care about all the crappy stuff. I knew it was bad. Like, parts were bad, but I was like, I don't care. That was still awesome. It was the first time we saw a lightsaber cut things in half. Mm-hmm. All right? It was awesome. We got to see fight scenes with flips and stuff. And you're just like, oh, that's so cool. And, I mean, now that I know it, I know it's a, it's not the best thing in the world, and I don't know. It's not know, the worst thing. It's not the worst thing. It's no Attack of the Clones. It's no Attack of the Clones. Listen, Attack of the Clones is bad. Bad from beginning to end. But, like, and then and then we all kind of grew up with going, going, all right, Phantom Menace, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. And then we would watch Attack of the Clones and went, oh, oh, God. This is bad. I almost walked out when, when the lights, when Yoda's light fight the scene happened. It was that bad. Oh, when he started dicking around, floating yeah. around like a, like a dumbass, and, uh. I know that, okay, at the time, again, I thought it was cool. I but did even, see. But even then, even then I thought, why do I feel like this is not right. necessary or right? It does, it, and, and again, I've told you this, and we've talked about it a lot, we won't read it to death, but Yoda to me has never been a, a creature that needs to do that. You know, yeah, yeah. he's, he's, it's like he's beyond that. Yeah, he was like the, I hate to use it in like simple terms, but he was the mage of the Jedis, you know? He he didn't need to have a sword. He had the Force. He was all powerful with the Force. And I don't know. It was dumb. It's it's the same thing as like the Emperor getting a lightsaber in Episode Three. I laughed so hard in that theater when he did that because he looks ridiculous. Yeah. And he's like, it's when he's just Palpatine and he pulls up the lightsaber and he's just, it looks like he's going to keel over and die any minute. And he's <laughs> just like, and he's just going nuts with this saber. And I'm like, I feel like the Emperor is so much more powerful than that. Yeah. Like he doesn't need that lightsaber. He can just fucking kill you with his hands. Yeah, and that's that was the whole point we got in Return of the Jedi when he goes, a Jedi's weapon. He was he he was generally disgusted at the fact of a lightsaber, you know? Mm-hmm. It's so primitive. Yeah. You know? So it's like the he's like the only reason Vader uses one is because he's mostly a robot. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So so we grew up with the idea that, oh, so Star Wars isn't perfect and these prequels suck. And then there's the the crew now who who I think are mostly behind the memes and the cynical uh comments are the people who grew up watching Star Wars the prequels without seeing the originals first and generally know that Star Wars can be shit because they've seen the lowest point. Yeah. And I think they're the ones picking everything apart. And first. I could see, you know what, if I watched the, the prequels first and then I watched the original trilogy, I'd probably be looking for the bad things too, because I would have been so accommodated to it. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't have been able to appreciate the film. That's why if I have kids, they're not watching episodes one, two, and three until they see four, five, and six. That, that's what like, I'm, that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I have four, five, and six, the original theatrical cuts. I'm going to show it to them and I'm going to simply say there are one, two, and three and it's up to you if you want to watch them. I know he's going to say yes, but I'm going to give him that option. Yep. I just, that's how it is. All right. I think we beat that enough. Uh, let's move on uh, to one that we forgot on our list. Uh, Jurassic World. Oh, shit. I forgot about that one. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I don't know if we want to walk through the trailer like we did last time with that, but um, or do we just want to dive in? I admittedly I haven't watched it as many times as the Star Wars one. Neither have I. So I'm just gonna go with uh, uh, my general thoughts on it. Mm. Um, fucking kids. (laughs) Okay. What? Bill, that's illegal. Yes. But no, no, fuck those kids. All right. But not literally. No, Sorry, not don't literally. arrest us. Don't go. Don't arrest us. Don't go to my house. I'm drinking tea. Shut up. <laughs> um, no, it's just the. Uh, what was the number one thing everybody hates in every Jurassic Park film? The kids. <laughs> Who could have easily held, like, taking care of grabbing that weapon when she was holding the door closed because a raptor was going to eat her? Fucking yeah, face, but instead did nothing. Yeah, Timmy could have grabbed the the shotgun and that was it. Like, yeah, and and then. Don't even get me started on the gymnastic scene in the Lost World. I like, <laughs> ideally, the only kid that didn't totally suck was the kid from Jurassic Park Three. Yeah, which which is funny because everybody hates Jurassic Park Three, but I stand by Sam Neill. That's about it. Sam Neill for life. Um, and then they open up Jurassic Park Four with these two you know are going to be fucking annoying kids. I'm just like, oh, I hate it. And I hate that they started with it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like, you didn't have to start with it, like, get it right out there. Yeah. Um, then we see a lot of cool things, a lot of stupid things. The whole biosphere ride looks stupid, which is like... It looks terribly unsafe. Like, I can't believe that got passed through any kind of inspection. Hamster ball with the dinosaurs. That sounds brilliant. There's no track. Yeah. You just free fall, like, just free roam the land. Hope you don't get picked up by anybody. Yeah. And then, um, you see the, what is the Megalodon? Uh, was that the one in the water? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's a nice little, I feel like they're, they're jumping on SeaWorld with that, but. um. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, we get Star Lord, you know, Peter Quill in there, a little Chris Pratt. He's, he's just the hottest thing right now. You know, he's hot. He, this man is going to have, and it's funny because like a couple of years ago, I wouldn't have thought this, but now like this dude's going to be able to do whatever the hell he wants with his career. Like, did, did you see the video he did when he started on Parks and Rec? No. Where he jokingly said he had a call from Steven Spielberg about Jurassic Park 4 and he couldn't do it because he was on Parks and Rec. Did it's, he really? That's... He, he's, he, it's a behind the scenes thing. He's like, hold on, I'm getting a call. Yeah, Steve. It's Spielberg. He's trying to get me to do Jurassic Park 4. I can't do it. And it, that's the joke. And you're just like, whoa, now you're in it. Was that when he was fat? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't call him fat. I was heavier than him, but You were? I don't think you were. I think I am. I think I was heavier than when he was. I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Alright. Well he then he was fatty fat fat. <laughs> he was I mean not I'm not saying he was like, Dennis like Chris Nedry? Farley fat, but like yeah, he's not Dennis Nedry. But um <laughs> Yeah, but it's just like but then have you seen some of his before after pictures? Oh my god. Yeah, didn't he, didn't he cut out beer? Let me drink this beer real quick. That's what he said. He's, he basically told the world, he goes, I just stopped drinking beer and, uh, like now I have abs. Oh, uh, I can't do that. I'm sorry. I'll I, keep, I'll keep my mini keg for my beer. No, I'm okay with that. Um, so but he, I'm excited for him. I know that people got kind of pissy about the raptor scene. Don't jump the gun. We got plenty more to complain about first. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm just, oh, no. just not the. Um, we're gonna Tarantino it now. We're gonna go back so we can get to that. Oh God, we're Tarantino. Why not start there? Okay, so the raptor thing. Uh, since we opened the can of worms, let's go there. The raptor thing. Um, the nerd side of me thinks it's awesome, right? I'm <laughs> because just like, yes. I have, I just, there's something exciting about Star Lord riding a motorbike, 
being followed by his minion raptors. Yes, that, but every fiber of my being saying that's so fucking dumb. (laughs) But again, I'm gonna give it a shot. All right, I, I I gave all of them a shot. I mean, I remember when I was seven and I saw Jurassic Park. I remember going, reading Jurassic World and then being horribly disappointed in Jurassic World and then going to see Jurassic Park 3 going, well, it didn't suck as bad as Jurassic World. I mean, Park or Lost World, I don't remember. Fucking gymnastics scene. Right? <laughs> the Lost Park Jurassic World, I don't know. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'll give this one a shot. Um, but my problem, my main problem with this is that when they introduced the idea of genetically making a new dinosaur and then it getting loose, I went, I've seen this movie before. <laughs> it took place underwater, and there were sharks involved, and it was called Deep Blue Sea. I liked it better when it was called <laughs> Deep Blue Sea. All I'm saying is LL Cool J better play a chef at Jurassic World with a talking parrot, and I'm expecting a song just as good as Deepest Bluest, My Head is Like a Shark Fin. <laughs> okay. See, now, uh, now we got some, we got some standards we can see if it lives up to. If, if it's there, 10 out of 10, best movie ever. Yep. Give, give it the Oscar now. But, uh, it's Jurassic, it's, it's Deep Blue Sea on land with dinosaurs. What am I supposed to say? I mean, I'm not even excited about the D-Rex. Like, I don't, first of all, I can't wait for the, all the, it wants the D jokes. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but, <laughs> you I, saw, I'm just, what's her name? <laughs> what's her name in that? LB, what's her name? Oh, shit. Dallas, oh, Bryce Dallas yeah, Howard. Yeah. Her in a tank top. Ron Howard's daughter. Her in a tank top. She wants the D. She wants the D. Here comes the D-Rex. <laughs> Chris Pratt's writing it. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, can we get that scene, please? Of him writing the D Rex going while playing Huga Chaka, please? Come on now. <laughs> can he, if he, what if, like, he actually, there was a scene in the movie where he comes out dancing to come and get your love? Like, just for, like, a second. I don't care how long it has to be. But It'd be fantastic, is what it would like, be. Oh. That's, that, well, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get to that <laughs> in a future podcast that will be dedicated. It'll probably be at least three hours long, but it'll be dedicated to uh, kind of Marvel DC in general. But yeah. Oh yeah. Um, we'll get- if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it, ask your parents for Christmas. Get you Guardians of the Galaxy and watch it. Funny, funny story. Bobby loves the entire soundtrack now. My my son, who's well, got a uh, three, uh, so fifteen months old, uh, loves the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack because I l- let him listen to it all the time. Because he's being raised right. He, he dances to it, um, and like he's sick this week, and that's what got me sick. Um, it, it's the only thing that really calms him down, and when he holds my phone and listens to it, he just, he's in perfect happiness. I know, I'm probably ruining this kid's life, but that's what I'm supposed to do as a parent. You say ruining, I say enriching. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. That's, uh, but that's, that's Jurassic World. I wish there were more practical effects because everything looks CG, but I can't, I can't be too upset because CG is probably cheaper nowadays. Though I do have to say the um, the reason why I'm really sad is because what is it? Jurassic Park is 21 years old now, right? Uh, 93. Yes. Oh yeah. 21 yeah. years old and still the best CG I've ever seen to date is the T-Rex walking across the beams of light between the two cars when it's on the escape. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I okay, everyone. I jumped on this train real late in the game. I saw Jurassic Park for the very first time last year. Did you see it 3D or did I? I you? saw it in 3D movie theater. Oh, it was so, and it was, so it was probably one of the most amazing experiences I ever had. Like just being in this theater with all these people who already loved the movie and knowing that it was going to be good, and then 
seeing that thing for the first time in 3D, that T-Rex coming over that fence, I was like, oh man, this must be what dreams are made of. It, like, it still looks good today. Nightmares. It's and still, also nightmares. <laughs> when you're eight years old, nightmares. <laughs> oh, that, you know, honestly, that, was, that wasn't the part that scared me when I first saw it. It was the, um, the shock scare of the Velociraptor. Mm. When, when she goes, oh, we think we're back online, and then it jumps. Yeah. That, that's the part that scared me the most. And it's like, you know it's coming. Something's about to happen. I didn't. But. I was seven. Shut oh. up. <laughs> so do we need to talk about any more about Jurassic World, or are we moving on? Um, I think just kind of in general note about it. We, we excited for it. I'd say pretty, um, I'll pretty give it a much. shot. Yeah. Like, I'd like, um, I like how in general it, it's, I think they're trying to make it feel like the first movie. Yeah. I don't know if it's succeeding yet, but I mean, the, the classic music was great. That got me happy, but yeah, I, yeah. I'm interested. Um, I'll give it a shot. Kim so, Jones, not so see it. Yeah. So where, where do we want to go next? Ninja Turtle, Terminator, Games Bond. Oh. We might as well. We've done some pretty generally positive ones. We might as well get the shit out of the way. Okay, so now, Mr. Birch. Yes? You saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in theaters. I spent five actual dollars that I worked for to see this movie at a matinee. And I was in there with about three other families in that theater, and I think even the kid at one point, one of the kids in the other families was like, what is this? Like, <laughs> and, and I just thought to myself in that moment, oh my God, there's a child who's being introduced to them through this movie. That's awful. Now, let's talk about the redundancy of the Ninja Turtle movie. The Ninja Turtle movie was to bring in new people to be fans of it. Except... Yes. Nickelodeon has a CG cartoon right now. Which is pretty good. No, it's really good. Yeah, I haven't even watched season two yet. I haven't either, but it's really good. Like, season one blew me away because I was like, this is bringing in the old, the new, the serious, and more importantly, the comedy of all of them into Mm -hmm. this great little wrap of deliciousness of turtles. And honestly, it's my go-to standard for most turtles now. Besides the 90s movie, it's the perfect turtles. See, and I feel like from what I've seen of it, it's like it almost makes, it's the best of both worlds. The 80s cartoon, while important, it was very important. If it wasn't for that cartoon, none of this would have happened. Agreed. Yeah, so that's that's an important thing to acknowledge. And I did love the cartoon as a kid. I loved the shit out of it. But, um, (laughs) But it's bad. But it's real bad. It's, I, it's, just, it's real bad. I spent, um, like, I spent, I spent $40 on finding out how bad it was. Yep. Cause I bought, <laughs> I bought the first DVD season one, which was five episodes. And those five episodes are fantastic. The, the first season is all, is five episodes. Yep. And it is everything you remember. Everything good about the Turtles show. And then in season two, which is like 20 episodes, I watched about half of them and then I bought season three and then I continued watching season two and realized, Oh, this went downhill fast. Mm hmm. I haven't opened season three. Don't bother. <laughs> you know that that shit had ten seasons. Yeah, it was bad at season two. Yeah. So it, nostalgia is a very, very benevolent thing, and it, it's not kind. Well, it's kind to our memories. It's, We're not it's, not very honest with us, though. That's why I'm hesitant to go back and watch old movies. I hope you know that. Like, it took <laughs> me a while to watch Secrets of Nim again. Because I was like, I remember it being so good. I don't want to ruin it. And then I watched Dude, it. It's like, okay, it's still good. We're good. 
Uh, you see that one's a, there are so many exceptions to the to the general rule of old movies aren't are not going to be as good as they were when we were kids. Some like I mean I I can watch like um Quest for Camelot. I still enjoy that one. Like I don't know, it's it's okay, but anyway, um getting back on topic, uh the 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 80s cartoon was very kind of silly, goofy, you know, that kind of of uh, tone. It, it was it was there to make toys and you know yes. what? it did it really well and they made all kinds of toys and my brother owns all of them i have um, a good chunk of them in my parents yeah, basement there, there's so many of them uh and then they have the 2003 series which i watched the shit out of because i was looking i was enjoying this more mature darker tone except then i started to realize this is kind of like bringing me down like there's no fun in this show it's just it's all about how how dark and scary can we be how how very different from the old show, can we possibly be? But and then, then Shredder's an alien, and then sh- oh god, okay, well, yeah. Then, well, well, sorry, spoiler uh, alert to everybody out there, but like it's 2003 was you know some time ago. Don't worry about it. Yeah, if you haven't caught up by now, don't bother. Um, bother. but yeah, Shredder. It there was a moment in this show when Leonardo cuts off the Shredder's head in a final fight on a roof in the rain, and it's just like the comic. I think the shot is like shot for shot from the comic. And I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. They're actually going right for it. And I thought, this is such a great exit for the Shredder. Like now we can go on to other storylines and tackle other villains. But no, everybody likes to masturbate to the Shredder so much that they were like, nope, he's going to pick up his head. And I went, wait, what? What? And as we found out later, he's just a little Krang alien in a bodysuit who can take off his own fucking head. And he all of a sudden, everything I loved about this character fell out the window and I wanted to stop watching. And yeah, it's bad. And then, and then we had this, this new rendition of silly show is so good. It's, it's a mixture of silly, funny, serious. Hits a lot of the the major topics of like Raph wants to lead, but doesn't know how Leo has the world on his shoulder, shoulders. Mikey is silly, but needs grounding and he doesn't know how to do it. And Donnie. They did this interesting thing where Donnie fell in love with April, and it's it's a weird thing because he knows it won't work, and it, it's 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 really good. Mm-hmm. The the only problem I had with it was uh, they did a lot of Monster of the Week episodes, but it didn't matter. Yeah, that's really for the kid, I guess. But yeah, and then and then this movie comes along, and then this came out, and again, like you said, you'd think the only what, what possible reason would they have to make this movie? Money, obviously, but obviously. then the other reason would be. Because they would like to revive some kind of interest in a dead franchise. And yet this franchise isn't dead. It's been running since 2012, this series. And it's running, it's already, it's just been renewed for a third season. And it's good. Yeah. And, and then this movie comes out. And it's I knew. Bad. And the thing is, I wasn't trying to fool myself. I knew what I was paying, what I was paying for, but it was the last big movie of the summer that I wanted to see. And I, I went in with my with my brother and my friend, and we went in and we watched the movie, and then we walked out, and I, I posted on Facebook immediately afterwards, and I basically just said, if you're thinking about going to see the new Ninja Turtles movie, don't. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> you called me and told me how bad it was, and I recently watched it, yeah. um, and you it, know, it was it was akin to when I told you what Dragon Ball GT was, and you didn't want to believe me. No, I didn't want to believe you because my God, that sounded <laughs> terrible. <laughs> But I recently watched it because I was like, okay, I know it's bad. Maybe I can find a shred of hope here. Nope. 
Well, there's nothing. You, you can see the care people put into it. Will Arnett, God bless him, he's trying. Yeah, you hated he's him. You hate, you hated him in it, but you know what? He was the perfect grounded character I needed to get me through that movie because I was just like, oh, god damn it, all of it. All of it is bad. Like, everyone tried and it was bad. That's the worst thing. It's like, when you have a bad movie that's bad, like, uh, My Name is Bruce, Sorry, Bruce Campbell. It's bad to be bad. And you're like, you're like, give me a bowl of popcorn and we're going to watch this shit show. This is going to be awesome. You're going to hate watch it. That's yeah, how, yeah. You're, you're going to hate watch it, but you're going to love it at the same time. And, and then you have this where there's nothing good in it. And, and you know what? The actors who play the turtles are. Yes, except Leonardo. Ex oh my God. We'll get to that in a second. Um, are probably the best parts. You know, they actually, <laughs> I, I genuinely enjoyed the guys who, well, Donnie, I like Raff, the guy who and played. Mike. Yeah, and except Mike, Mike annoyed me. Um, Mike that, got on my bad side real fast. That wasn't his fault. That was shitty dialogue. It was really, really bad dialogue. I think if they had given him actual lines he could work with, he would have been really funny. Yeah, but he, um, he did he did as much as he could. Yeah, I the designs. Well, <laughs> let's let's talk I don't, something about the designs and how they don't evolve. Okay. Why the hell? Why did is, is are we in that? Are we still in this society in this world? Where you have to put giant goofy glasses on a turtle to say that he's a dork, like that he's a, that he's a dork, and he can't—I don't know—like he—he's the smart one. We get it, movie. He needs you glasses. Know? He needs glasses because he's, he's the nerd. smart one. Well, I, or, or the fact that like Raphael has this really weird-looking do rag, and he has like a a pair of sunglasses, sunglasses above it, just to show does to show that he's cool. But there's these points where he gets buried under rubble. Oh. He's sliding down a mountain somewhere in New York, which I don't understand, but that's a little time warp I don't get. And the sunglasses must be super glued to his forehead. They don't move. They don't move and they don't break. And like, they slide around on these sewer, sh like, pipes. And Donnie has all this equipment on his shell on his back. And yet it still works fine. It's just, there's no continuity. It's bad. The one thing I hate the most is that they never met the Shredder before. Splinter has no connection with the Shredder, and there's this, supposed it, to be this great and, fight scene, and that's like the mid climax. But there's no weight have to any, it. Like he shows up in the in the lair, and, and they Splinter literally introduce comes, each other. Splinter, Splinter comes up to me, he's like Shredder, and I was in the movie theater. I almost had yelled, "You don't fucking know him!" <laughs> like, he's just some guy. He's, just, he's coming in your house. He's gonna hit you with his swords. Like, you don't know this guy. Yeah, and Shredder looks like a tur uh, Transformer. Oh, God. Um, okay. There was a part, in the, the, again, there was a part when I realized what movie I was watching and I had to, like, find anything I could to enjoy it. But I, I, I hate enjoyed this part when Shredder is talking to, uh, William Fitchner. And the subtitles of what he's saying in Japanese are, tonight I dine on turtle soup. And I almost yelled, oh, fuck you. And it's just, it, they're trying to shove in so many references <laughs> that are, that it, it's, it's painful. Cause we're like, okay. Yeah. You're, so you're shooting for the people who were alive in the eighties who are going to hate this movie regardless. Yeah. They, they did so much to, to, they did a lot of telling without showing on. Yeah, you should know these characters. Let's move on. Except you're trying My God, to the, rebuild the entire it. opening scene. Beautifully animated, first of all. I mean, whoever, if you're listening, whoever animated that, good job. But, um. No, nobody's it, listening. It, Not even my grandma. Don't worry. <laughs> and grandma, um, if you are listening, I'm sorry. Don't hate me. I'm sorry. I'm sure you're a wonderful woman. But it's like, it, 
it came out and it like I've never been expositioned that harder in my life. <laughs> it was just like you probably already know these characters, but here we go. This is what happened. This is what happened. This is what happened. All right, let's get to the movie. And I was like, oh my god, slow down. Yeah. Like, uh, and I try not to compare it to the '90s movie, but it's kind of impossible not to because it's a far superior film. Yeah, the '90s movie. I just watched it about a week ago. It starts out perfect. It still holds up, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's just you don't even see the turtles until about I don't know five minutes in. Yeah, or so. and, and even then they tease you a lot with it. And I honestly oh my god, think that's the, the first best. Time you, you hear their voices and you see their Boss shadows. Nova. You're like, you're like, come on, turn that corner, turn that corner. Let me see your beauty. And they come out and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. That movie. Those... They freeze frame it first on the yep. shadow. Yep. Like they tease you they, with they it. They tease you relentlessly. That movie's. I, I think it still holds up. It's nowhere near perfect, but it holds up. Yeah, um, and those costumes, dude, those are some great costumes. Yeah. Like, I know that... So I was reading another stoop ass on IMDb talking about the, the new Turtles movie, and he's like, some bitch, some person was talking about the CGI and how bad it looks, which it does. And this person was like, well, you, if they were to do the, the puppet costumes like in the 90s film now, it would look terrible. And I was like, but they looked real good, is the point. Like... They, they're what? just strong costumes. What's that uh, fan-made trailer that was made? Fight the Foot, is it? That they they spent their whole budget on building a Raphael costume. It was on Mikey's, yeah. Was it, it Mikey was, or it was, You know what? It was the Casey Jones movie. Was it? it? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a fan movie. I watched it. It's it's not bad. The acting's pretty good. The, again, all of their budget went into this costume, but it was. Uh, it's a it's a prequel kind of movie about Casey Jones and how he became Casey Jones. And at the very end, he meets a turtle, and I think it's Mikey. I don't know why they changed it. From okay, because the trailer I saw was just Raph eating crap out of, like, four guys. and it was Well, maybe that was different. And it was just a very brutal fight scene. And, then, and you can tell, like, oh, they, they spent all their money on it, and it still didn't look great. But if they would have th- if, if thrown, like, the budget they got for this movie into making good suits it would have been oh, shit. yeah yeah i just i i i was sick of watching this movie try to be so cool like they were just trying to be so cool and have the, all this stuff happening and i'm like yeah great but if you don't have any kind of heart this movie had no heart i'll uh-huh. say that no heart and that's what made me not give a shit about and, it and you could tell when the writers got stuck mm-hmm. when it was like well we made the foot uh guys with guns instead of ninjas so how do the turtles... Kabo- the, caboose, the Kabuki Mask Assassins. Yeah, K- Kabuki Special Forces um, have guns. How do the turtles... How are we going to have them uh, not get shot? Um, fuck it, make them bulletproof. And literally, it's just like, they have guns. And they're like, oh, we're bulletproof. Oh, I threw my hands up and literally in the theater. I went, okay, here we go. I, 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 dropped, I almost dropped whatever I was holding. I was like, fuck this movie. <laughs> so... Because then I was just like, all right, great, they're, in, they're invincible. I'll yeah. go get hit in the head. Yeah. Like, so, we can go on to ages for this. Let's get to the main springboard. topic. The springboard, we'll talk about the sequel. Yeah. Uh, so the sequel has, in fact, been confirmed because we, unfortunately, gave them enough money to make them do it. People, um, you need to stop doing thanks, that. Thanks, Birch. Yeah, that was partly my bad, and I will completely <laughs> admit it. Your $5. <laughs> my $5 input was what did it. They were like, oh, this is it. Let's make it two. Um, <laughs> they, uh, it's, from what I understand, it's being directed by a different person, which it's, is, it doesn't matter. doesn't right? really matter at all. Um, but they say that they have confirmed, actually, I just read this the other day, 
Bebop and Rocksteady are going to be making their live action debut in this movie. It's not live action, they're CG. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're CG within <laughs> a live action movie debut. Listen, um, listen, I'm on a, I'm paying this out real quick. Yep. Bebop and Rocksteady, the people who want them in movies are the idiots who still have their nostalgia goggles on. <laughs> who right? think that they're great. They're being added to the Nickelodeon show too. But that works because this, that's, that's an area that they will serve. Yeah, that's, that's true. That'll, they'll, they'll work in that. They'll work in that because they're kind of goofy, but they can be very serious at the same time. This is a very serious thing. This is like bringing crying into this, which is a terrible idea. Just, again, a, being talked about. Again, these characters are not good characters. All right. There's this concept art of crying from being in the first movie so that he could pop up at some point. <sighs> I just, I, I'm, I'm sick of this topic. All right. I'm not going to lie. I don't even want to talk about it. I just want to vomit. Casey <laughs> Jones. They said they're adding Casey Jones as well. Is Chris, so, is Chris Evans going to play him? Like, God, he better. Like, like, quit if he doesn't. <laughs> I just, and I don't know what, like, what more can a sequel do to this story? What? Uh, oh, can we stop casting Megan Fox and things too? Can we just not do that and, anymore? Especially she wasn't as, even eye candy in this movie. Mm-mm. Like, she was hideous. She's hideous now. I'm not going to lie. She's hideous. The old, oh, that's not nice. But no, she is. You look at old pictures of her. Wow. And then. <laughs> She went under the knife, and now she looks like a monster. Frankenstein's <laughs> monster looks better than her. Frankenstein's um, Megan, like, just, ugh. I mean, friggin' Robert De Niro as Frankenstein's monster. Ten out of ten. Megan Fox, two out of ten. Would not bang. <laughs> and it's like, and, uh, April O'Neil, and I knew this was going to be a pro- The world knew this was going to be a problem when she got cast. I was trying... Very hard. A friend of mine was telling me, you can't be judging it before it comes out. And I was like, no, but I, I have a very bad feeling about this, okay? And as it turns out, we were all right on the money. Yeah. But it, because she wasn't, it didn't look like I was watching April O'Neil. I was watching Megan Fox in a yellow jacket. And like performing bad lines of dialogue and being Saying terrible. bad lines. And then Whoopi Goldberg fucking pops out of nowhere and this then does her thing for about five minutes and then leaves the movie can, because can, she's not getting paid enough. Like, can we can we have Whoopi Goldberg stop being in movies where she comes in dressed like a homeless woman with crazy hair, please? <laughs> I I I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up in a Marvel DC one, but I honestly was thinking about if they ever did Spider Man with Donald Glover as Spider Man. I would, can they fucking please? I I would actually consider casting Whoopi Goldberg as Aunt May because she, damn it, that woman can do heart. I just, we haven't seen it in a while. No, because she gets cast in roles like the one in the Turtles movie. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying that it's, it sounds crazy, but you know what? It would work. You know, and again, this will be a little like preview for the episode we talk about. Um, but with, uh, the Sony stuff, they've basically revealed that they are rebooting Spider-Man again. So we got a chance. We got a, we chance. Got a chance for Donald Glover. I'm going to start a petition. I'm going to put it out there. Donald Glover is Spider-Man for comedic say- sake. Danny Glover needs to be Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. <laughs> I, I, they're not related. I, I don't think they're related. Somebody else was talking. They were like, can we have like, like Don Cheadle as like Norman Osborn? And I said, oh my God. L- yes. Listen, I'm going to throw it out there. Idris Elba. Oh man. Can he be J. Jonah Jameson? Can, can he be Doc Ock? Or, oh man. Like, I'm okay with this. It, I like all literally, of this. literally, Idris Elba can be anything. All right. I mean, sign me up. Uh, with that, I'm, I think we're, we're yeah, done. Just, just be, just be, just saying, just because you have, 
uh, Donald Glover, not yeah. Donald Glover as a Spider-Man doesn't make it the Wiz. Yeah, we, we don't need to make everybody black. But I'm just saying. Oh, black any lamb, a lamb, black any. It just don't uh, play anything. I don't care. All right. Yeah, he, he, no, he, I, he again. For all you people, all you like purists or whatever, who are like, there can't be a black Batman. There can if it's Zelda plays him. Yeah. There, there's some characters that don't need to be white. Okay. <laughs> okay, but we'll get into that later. In the, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in the next episode when we talk about the Fantastic Four. <laughs> uh, okay. Of, by the way, I, we've not even seen a trailer for that. Nope. That comes out in like six months. Don't worry. Elite Hacksaw's Dr. Doom will take care of that. Ooh. Oh, I'm going to vomit again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's just briefly go over Terminator Gen- Genesis. Gen- Genesis. I think it's, I think it's. Genesis. I think it's supposed to be Genesis, but you know what? They, they, spelled, they deliberately spelled it wrong. Um, Terminator, they didn't create a spelling. Yeah, new creative spelling, new timeline. That's how you spell Genesis in the new timeline. I'm willing to give it a shot overall just because I gave all the other ones shots and there's no way it can be as bad as Terminator 3. This is true. I actually enjoyed Terminator Salvation. I didn't think it was the best thing in the world, but I didn't hate it either. I'm interested to see how this timeline works out where they reset it um, and all these weird things happen. Plus, uh, uh, I forget her real name, but uh, Daenerys looks awesome. All right, Emilia yeah, Clark. that's it. I'm really bad with names. That's why. That's honestly why Obi's on this podcast. He's he's that's he's, why. That's it. <laughs> I'm the human. IMDb. It's true. She looks she <laughs> looks literally just like uh, what's her name? Uh, yeah, thank you. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> she looks just like it. Uh, the kid, the guy who's playing Kyle Reese is a little too bulky. He looks too much like Arnold. To be Kyle Reese, he's no, uh, you know, he's no Corporal Hicks, right? Yeah, Hicks. Yeah, I, I don't, I haven't read much about this movie in general, so I'm not really sure what exactly it's gonna be, but I am excited for the return of Arnold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just move on. Um, Bond. Okay, this is so exciting. Um, okay, we get, we get a title, we get a cool poster. Um, we're, we here on the podcast are not going to read the leak script because that's bullshit. Oh yeah, if you guys haven't heard, audience listeners, you, you probably know of the uh, attack on Sony. Uh, some shit's basically going down for Sony, and in some ways, it's almost getting past the point of being funny. It was hilarious at first. Now I feel almost bad for them. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Um, and because this is really gonna fuck with them for a long time, but. Anyway, they uh, the hackers recently released the entire script for Bond uh, Spectre, and it has from I haven't read them because I'm not gonna do that to myself. But they have released all kinds of spoilers, and I guess the ending is still being reworked. But Sony's like changing some shit up. Anyway, I guess uh, the first two acts of the movie are really solid, but the ending is kind of like up in the air. But in any case, it's just like, it's like, it's the fact that this, I mean, scripts change all the time. They haven't even started shooting yet. Like, no. And it's, it's like, and people, and now people are discussing it like, this is the movie, like it's out now. And I'm like, we got a year to go, motherfuckers. Like, you can't be talking about the movie like it's out yet. It's not. And why would you want to ruin that experience for you? You know, I, I saw Skyfall and thought it was amazing. Right? Because it was. It was and I, I don't I still don't know if I like it better than Casino Royale or not, but it's definitely up there. The only reason why I like it better than Casino Royale is because it had one ending. That's true. <laughs> okay. I love Casino Royale, but it had seven endings. Ah, it's like, oh, we're done with the poker game. Oh, now we're captured. Oh, now that guy's dead. 
Oh, now he's recovering. Oh, now we're going to Venice. Oh, now that's done. Oh, now we're at Mr. White's house. <laughs> oh, now Vesper betrayed me. And, oh, okay. I, I, I remember, I, I, listen, I saw Casino Royale like eight times in theaters. And the first time I saw it, I was like, God, is this, is this done yet? Is this, is this done yet? No? No? Okay, we're still going? My God, Return of the King had less <laughs> my, my, my God. Okay? Um, so, so what we got from, from the new Spectre Bond is, um, Oh god, I forget his name. Christoph Waltz. Christoph, not Christoph Waltz. He's he's the main bad guy, but his henchman, David. Woos. Oh, um, shit. Drax the Destroyer. Yeah, he's playing the. They, they even said when they Batista. Batista. Yeah, he's yeah. he's playing the muscle, and I'm actually happy because I've always said Daniel Craig needs a physical muscle villain to yeah. put him in his place. And they've basically said that. This guy is gonna be like the, he's gonna be such the ideal, iconic kind of henchman. Like he's gonna be like a Mr. Oddjob kind of guy. He's gonna be like Jaws and Oddjob meet together and just gonna yeah. beat the hell out of Daniel Craig. Because I'm sorry, the best part of Daniel Craig is how real he is. About like in, in every scene in the Casino Royale, he gets his ass kicked. You know, he's like Han Solo getting his ass, he's like Indiana Jones getting his ass kicked, but still coming out on top. Mm-hmm. But with more suave and way awesomer. Um, yeah, I, I went there. Daniel Craig's Bond is awesomer than Indiana Jones. I didn't even use proper English. Fucking sue me. You know, I, I, it's hard for me to compare because they're very different characters. But yeah, I mean, I, Daniel Craig is my favorite Bond and haters can suck it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no one will ever beat Sean Connery in, in this weird, but it's the same reason why you don't ever say, what's the best Star Wars movie? A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, or Return of the Jedi. A New Hope is such an, an iconic movie. You don't put that in the realm of, What's the best Star Wars movie? Because deep down inside, everybody knows what Star Wars did is amazing. So you don't say, who's the best James Bond? Well, fucking it's Sean Connery, because he is the iconic Sean Connery. He's, uh-huh. you, you, once you hit max level, you stop leveling Sean Connery. So then it just becomes, well, who's the best Bond? George Lesenby, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Chris Bronson, or Daniel Craig? Because Sean Connery's on another level. So it's, Daniel Craig, please. Mm-hmm. I, I'm excited for this movie, but I have to give a, a confession out. When I saw the live trailer or the live poster or whatever it's called now, which is, I hate that. I fucking hate that. That animated posters are the new thing. Yeah, that's the thing now. And it's like, oh, it's a gunshot. Oh, it cracked. Oh, it's Spectre. That's kind of cool. They named it after Spectre, Spy. Okay, cool. And a little bit later, I went, Spectre was the evil organization. That's, Logo was an octopus, and the cracks made it look like an octopus. Yep. I'm an idiot. It took me and an hour or two to realize that. So good. Yep, that's all we know about it. I'm excited for it, because Daniel Craig hasn't done me wrong yet. The worst he mm-hmm. did was Quantum of Solace, and that was mostly because of the writer's strike. Because that movie was bare bones, and because the writer's strike. But Hollywood, you suck it. Work it up. Yeah, I, there are good parts about Quantum. In general, I didn't like it as much as Casino, but I mean, hey, it's it's still a better movie than a it's, lot of the Pierce Brosnan stuff. Yeah, than all of the Pierce Brosnan movies. And before anybody says anything, I don't count GoldenEye as a Pierce Brosnan movie because it was written for Timothy Dalton. And that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next is Mad Max The Fury Road, or Fury Road. This was out of nowhere for me. Okay? This one was kind of shocking. It's a new Mad Max film with, uh, fuck, what's his name? Um, what's his name? Played Bane. Uh, 
I literally blanked. It's like three o'clock in the morning here, and I need to go to bed. Um, what's his name? Uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. I love that man. He can do anything. He's the he's the white <laughs> Idris Elba. He can do anything but leave an imprint of his name in my brain. It's true. He saved my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to add, like, Bane impressions to my resume pretty soon. Oh, just, listen, the best way to do it is with a cup. And you just give go, me a cup. Just give me a no cup. Nobody cared who I was until I put up. <laughs> <laughs> now is not the time for fear, Doctor. Comes later. Um, I can understand a single word he said, man. <laughs> Come now, Bruce. We don't, we don't need to stand on the ceremony here. I was wondering what would break first. <laughs> Uh, this is a this is a preview for the podcast that we do entirely as Bane. Yes. So that's uh, that'll be happening. Soon. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be something. He's a my boy. Tom Hardy's playing Mad Max. Uh, we know literally nothing about this movie. The only thing I'm really excited about is this new trailer shows a lot of practical effects of cars flipping, and I'm excited. It looks like it's gonna be just a fun film. That's all I want to talk about is that it looks fun. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of CG in it, but like, there's a lot of things that you just kind of go, "Oh no, they really flipped that car. That looks awesome." I I mean, Mad Max was never like a ground shaking series to me. I don't know if I'm wrong there, LB. Oh, you're definitely wrong. Well, I don't remember being like, I don't remember. It's like, (laughs) Mad Max, Mad Max is like, it was like, that's there, it's there. They made three movies of it. Okay, great. You didn't expect anybody to be like, we need another Mad Max film. Then we have another Mad Max film. We're just like, all right, why not? Fuck it, YOLO swag, 2014. God, I gotta change Mad, Ma- Mad Max is kind of the Australian Star Wars. You know, it's sort of this low-budget film that became a, something much bigger. But, but not, obviously not quite as big. Okay, but, I gotta want to ask one more question, though. Who runs Bada Town? <laughs> uh, no, it, it's, it's an interesting world, and I loved all of the movies, but I wasn't crying out for another one. So to get another one is kind of like, you know, the waiter coming up and saying, here's your dessert, sir. Well, I didn't order dessert. Well, it's on the house. You're like, okay, fuck it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> well, okay. But you're uh, not going to say no to that. Like, Yeah. It looks like a lot of care was put into it. It looks really interesting, and it looks like it's going to be a fun time. To me, that's like a win. I will gladly throw money down for that. Since we're probably not going to get another one in this year, do we want to do, we want to close out with saying um, what some of our favorite movies of this year were? Oh my god, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, not to put anybody on the spot, but LB, you want to go first? Frozen. I fucking hate you. First of all, <laughs> that was 2013. And second oh, of all, it? get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I, was that really last year? I hate that movie. Yeah, it was, it was November of 2013. I hate that. Wow. I hate that movie. Yeah, it seems like it was this year because everybody fucking pretends it was. But. Mm, uh, LB, what was your favorite movie this year? Oh no, I gotta think. Birds. Are we picking? Are we picking one? Oh, you can do like five or so. There's no. There's no. Okay. Problem. No. Okay. In, in that case, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Good pick. That's that's one of my top, probably even top three. Guardians is kind of an easy one, but that's up there. Yeah. What else? We'll throw into the woods up there. I'm sure. I've... Right, Bill. Right, Bill. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that yeah. on a later podcast when we get you know some females in here who know about music yeah. more than I do. Uh, into the woods. I'm going to vomit. 
I'm a vomit hard. I might go see that. And that's vomit. that's three vomits. We got a three vomit count from you. I'm vomit so hard. I might go to that movie and just vomit. Just get people <laughs> out of the theater. <laughs> you're doing the you're doing the <laughs> service by vomiting them out of the theater. Oh God, that's Bill, yeah. Bill, what you gotta do is you gotta go in and say theatrically correct wolf. Uh, wolf costume. stick, wolf stick, wolf stick. <laughs> Hello, little girl. What's, what's your, your name? Lunch? Oh, wolf stick, wolf stick, wolf stick. Johnny Depp, wolf stick. It's not even a wolf. It's just Johnny Depp in a zoot suit. suit with weird prosthetics on his face and a stupid hat. Um, oh. trying to think. What the hell came out? Oh, uh, um, Godzilla was pretty good. I don't know if it's my one of my favorites, but was, it's, that, was that this year? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, that's getting a sequel too. Oh, okay. Not until like 2018, I think, but it's. Okay. Let's get one. We'll talk about that when we get a trailer. Mm hmm. Is that it for you? Uh, yeah, we'll call it good. Oh, Jersey Boys. Okay, yeah, yeah. Jersey yeah. Boys was a, was a really good movie. Um, Fucking musicals. Yeah, for anybody who enjoys like the four seasons, like go watch this movie. It's really good. Alright. Anything I'll else? Do That'll do it for me. Alright, I'll beat you come up with a list or do I have to go first? I got one. Okay, go. The Lego movie. I need to see that still. Oh, I didn't see that yet, no. Everything is awesome. It's good. <laughs> right, I've heard that. I've heard that. Is that it for you? Yeah. Alright. Um, I mean, Winter Soldier was great for me. Uh, Guardians was amazing because it was, it was what it was. It's just the biggest, like, I love it for the simple reason that it was the biggest risk Marvel was willing to take with the most oddball, strangest director ever that I absolutely love. My God, did it pay off. And it paid off. And, you know, if you look at it as a James Gunn film, it's incredibly safe. But when you look at it as, <laughs> there's a talking tree and a raccoon, and those are your highest paid actors, and one guy only says, I am Groot. Fuck you guys. <laughs> it's, it's the biggest middle finger to the entire audience. And you know what? It paid off, and it's like the third highest Marvel movie of all time. Mm-hmm. You can't deny how awesome that is. I still have to see Birdman, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, I list. gotta see that movie. Yeah, uh, that's but, being up for a. It's being considered probably for just a hell of a lot of Oscars this year. So that's gonna be good. And you know, I want it to win Best Actor just because then we can get Michael Keaton Oscar winner for Birdman. Yep, he already got <laughs> nominated for a Golden Globe. So did Ed Norton. I just, I want them to win, right? That's so, but one of my favorite films this year is John Wick. I didn't see that one. Oh, John Wick is, it's a basic action movie starring Keanu Reeves. That sounds bad. You you want the premise? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, give it to me. Okay, I'm going to tell it to you, and you're probably going to want to run out and go see it immediately at 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, He is a retired hitman who retired to marry his wife, who has a, a disease, who dies as the movie opens, and she sends him a puppy to say... Wait. Yeah. She sends him a puppy that's because they knew she was going to die. Wait, this sounds kind of like a uh, not-so-nice version of love. Yes. It sounds like a... <laughs> yes. And that says something. Okay? Okay, go ahead. Uh, she sends him a puppy saying, you know, you need to have love in your life even though I'm gone. And it's really sweet. And, and then the kid who plays, um, uh, Theon Greyjoy in Game of Thrones plays a eruption mobster's kid who wants his really nice car 
and breaks into his house and beats him up and kills his dog and steals his car. And at that point, it's a reverse slasher film as Keanu Reeves just starts murdering fools. And it's action-packed, and it's so good. See, that's the kind of shit he needs to stick with. Like, that's something he can really get behind. You know what I mean? The the reason why it's so good is that it's the first time in a very long time I watched a movie where someone talks up how badass a person is, and then it pays off in full. John Leguizamo is in the movie for about five minutes, and his whole sole purpose is to talk up how awesome Keanu Reeves is. In which I love John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo tell like beats up and Luigi. He beats. He punches Theon Greyjoy and tells him to get the fuck out of his place. And Theon Greyjoy is like, "You work for me." And he goes, "I work for your dad, asshole." And his dad calls him later, and he's he's drinking this really fine tequila because he knows he fucked up big. And he's like, "You hit my son." He goes, "Yes, sir, I did." Why did you hit my son? Because he beat up, killed the dog, and stole the car of John Wick. And there's literally a minute of silence in that movie. And the Russian mobster, who's like this big badass, goes, oh, and hangs up the phone. Then the movie pays off by Keanu Reeves doing this awesome fight scene and kicking so much ass. This movie was so fantastic. I might have to check that out. Is that on DVD yet? Uh, it's in the right before DVD theaters right now, so it'll probably be on DVD next month. Okay. Uh, I'll try to find it, and when you come to visit, we'll watch it, because I literally blown away, because it's just a, it's a bare basic action film, but it's so well done, you don't care. And plus, Willem Dafoe's in it, having fun. Uh, any, any movie that you can let Willem Dafoe just have fun with it, I will probably enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah, so, uh, John Wick is up there for one of my, uh, favorite films of 2014. Uh, we didn't talk about X-Men Days of Future Past. Oh, shit! That there's, was no there's, there's no need to because honestly when I'm looking at it I don't think that was a fantastic movie it was good but it, was, it wasn't fantastic I would even hesitate to call it good oh snap <laughs> oh boy okay well I'm the guy who loved it so uh, you, you you have every right to love it but I'm just yeah. saying that's a conversation for another day <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just saying Marvel and DC, Marvel and DC. <laughs> uh, other than that I think that's all we got today boys Is it, you got anything else to add um that's Pretty much it for me. I hope that anyone who maybe sticks around for the whole thing, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Yeah, thank you. I hope you enjoyed your drinks. Uh, we only did one long section today because we didn't have a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Next week, we're going to cover our... I think we're going to do it every other week, but I don't think we're actually going to start picking up until January. We're just going to kind of ease this out. with holidays coming up and whatnot. Yeah, and yeah, it's understandable. There might be a special podcast coming up when Birch comes to visit me and we do like maybe a Christmas thing. I don't know. Maybe we want to do that. Maybe we'll drink cocoa. We'll get a little silly. Do a top ten list. Why not? Make it real short. Yeah, why not? Uh, but when we start up, we're going to do a Marvel DC. We're going to have uh, our guests of Robbie Pollock and Chris Krause, two major jackasses that we love to hate and hate to love. And uh, we're just going to talk about all the Marvel and all the DC shit that's going to Because as, as the world knows, their lineups have been announced re- this year, and they're just, we got comic book movies up the asshole until 2020, so. So hang on with us as we talk more about movies next week. We promise we'll get into more other stuff later, but um, yeah, we're going to have them bring three topics. We're all going to bring three topics. We're going to discuss the two topics, and we're going to all discuss this. Over a couple of drinks, because that's the title. So, good night, everybody.
Yeah, we're smart. I like that on tap thing. Yeah, yeah, I thought of it in my head. In my head space. In your head space, I like that. I like that a lot.